Yeah, miserable. <laughs> Filthy. 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 Filthy here. Yeah. Oh, now Filthy. we can... It is. Raining, it's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> we, uh, we can see each other. You can't see us at home, of course, but we can see each other. And um, so Susie just said, it down she mimed it and uh, yep. now you've lit yourself up mr champion and you're looking delightful there i have i have although i've just noticed the laundry is behind yeah me. they're your underpants Brian. there um <laughs> they are susie indeed they are well at least they're not gray they're still white oh. <laughs> very nice that's a, a charming pair of underpants you've got there gary my, oh, uh, my trendy little socks. socks. There you are. Look, Very good. Oh, excellent. Stripy socks. Excellent. Love a sock. Love a sock. Do you have the, uh, the laundry socks. there to help the uh, acoustic properties of your uh, your program there? Now we're doing them all at home. No, no, I have it there because this is the warmest room, the studio. Oh, okay. And it dries it better. Okay, very good. Now, our big story here on the wireless is, did you both listen to the Mike Darbo wireless show last uh, time around? Yes. Well, it was a very, very good show, and he's on again next Saturday. Yeah. I thought he was good. Also, he said uh, to me the other day, he was on the phone, He, you know he wrote Build Me Up Buttercup for the Foundations, big number one hit back in 1968. Yep. And he wrote that with a guy called Tony McCauley. And he said, do you think I should tell people the story of how that was written? I said, of course you should. That's a brilliant idea. He said, but well, I'd have to demonstrate it on the piano. How it, I said, even better. So... So oh um, goodness, in, in one of the forthcoming episodes, he's going to explain how he wrote that song, but he'll have the piano with him. And I think it'll be brilliant. So we can hear how he did it. So it's good because he does record. Wow. Um, so he does do his show from the, uh, from the stu- music studio at his home in Gloucestershire. I bet the acoustics are fab for him then. No laundry for him in the background. <laughs> I was just going to say, no, it's, he doesn't need pants to make him sound good. That's for sure. Anyway, the Mike Darbo Wireless Show is here on the wireless or there on the wireless at uh, at one o'clock on Saturday. He calls it morning, but it is, strictly speaking, afternoon. But it's a crack. crack He is in Gloucestershire, though. Yes, that's true. They're a little bit behind in Gloucestershire, aren't they? Is it GMT? Gloucestershire meantime. (laughs) He says there are uh, cows and sheep outside the window as well when he's doing doing the show so uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get a moo we'll get a moo on the show one day soon but no it's a it's cracking show. Yeah, well, he will get into the right mood oh clever very clever now you've been a busy chap this weekend mr or this week mr champion you've been uh, i have you've been with cars haven't you been doing porsches or something I, i've been here there and everywhere i've been uh, i have well a sort of cars i've been with cars son because um, I was with Willie Carson oh. uh, doing a little piece with him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could go on and on about Sheikh Hamdan, but uh, obviously you wouldn't know who he is, Rob, and neither would Susie. He is the older brother. He's the older brother of Sheikh Mohammed. And, uh, and, and a oh, massive, I've heard of Sheikh Mohammed. Like Sheikh Mohammed. He's big in horse racing, isn't oh. he? Uh, uh, yeah, oh, we're getting there, aren't we? Uh, yes, he is, Rob. And his brother... Um, Sheikh Hamdan, he is also big in horse racing. And um, and so uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the loss to the UK horse racing industry will be because uh, he has obviously a huge number of horses. He's got a big stables and uh, and, and a big breeding program as well in um, uh, in Norfolk, uh, at the stables Shadwell, in, um, uh, which is very close to... I can't remember the name of the place. Thetford, the home of the Portaloo. Um, and 
It is. <laughs> the home of the Portaloo. It is. Thetford is where they, they invented and they make the Portaloo. Oh, excellent. Okay. Where you learn something new every day. <laughs> there you are, you see. Um, and, yeah, so there was a bit of a – sadly, he passed away this week, so there was a kind of an obit to be made. And uh, so, yeah, we, we interviewed Willie Carson and uh, went to see Richard Hills in Newmarket. And then, um, and then yesterday I had the pleasure of being in a toy shop um, which was called uh, Richard Tuthill's Porsche Garage, where there were a, a huge number of Porsches, uh, 911s. Again, I've left Susie slightly cold, but um, but yeah, no, it was really good. And he he was and Richard Tuthill was fantastic. He did this lovely tour of the, the premises for for us. So yeah, he was it was good, very good. So yes, yeah, so I've had a very busy week. Well, the Willie Carson thing is obviously because you're into the horse racing and you have your tip, don't you? Every morning on the Wireless Breakfast Show, you have a tip, uh, which yep. can I just say honestly, they're complete rubbish, Gary. Um, no, second, you just get whenever you put any money on, it's always the wrong day. Well, it's the day that we never get a winner. The, the other day, he, he tipped this horse called Champ because he's Gary Champion. So he tipped Champ in one of the races at Cheltenham. So I go and put a pony on it. And what did it, what did it do? Well, no, obviously nothing because I put a nothing. It was at each no, way. It fell. Did it fall? <laughs> it, it, did it, it fell. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, but it did fall. Whereas I told you to put the, the one on. You see, bearing in mind you do the 11 link, I said the day before you should have put money on put the kettle on and you ignored me and you'd have won a load of money. Really? It came in roaring home, yeah. So oh, do, you, do you put money on these horses or, or do you just talk about them? Uh, no, I do put money on them quite often. Okay, because I only, I only gamble uh, once a year at Grand National and I just choose the horses by their name or their colour. I mean, you know... That's it, really. If I like the name, like the colour of the uh, the jockey's outfit, uh, then that's what I go for. I, I don't know any of the yep. ins and outs of it. No, same way that we do the wireless winner. <laughs> 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 no, there is a bit more science to it than that. Um, well, I do sort of um, couch opinion from the racing world. And then we go with it. And to put the kettle on was was the one that a couple of uh, tipsters said. Yep, that is the the horse of the week at Cheltenham. Okay, and indeed it it was, and it roared home. And uh, yeah, it, uh, marvelous. It, it didn't simmer. It boiled all the way to. The oh, life. very good, very good. Well, that that's excellent. Well, I'm I'm just going to uh, listen to your tips with interest. But the Grand National, of course, is coming up soon, isn't it? It's very soon, Suze. Yeah, so get your pennies together for the Grand National. I think it's the. It's after Easter, isn't it? It's probably the first weekend after Easter or something like that up at Aintree. It is. An yeah. amazing event. I used to I'll go to I'll save up garage. enough money that I know I can lose because that's what <laughs> well, really happens true. every year. So. It's true. No, I'm, I'm just unlucky when it comes to these things. It never seems to work for me. And every year I'm so hopeful that it's going to be, you know, as one is. It's like when you do the National Lottery. You think that is going to be the moment that you become a multi-millionaire or even, you know, anything – and then <laughs> nothing, nothing. Oh, well, it, it, interesting. One of the, uh, the the guys I was talking to, well, no, the man I was talking to about these Porsches, uh, he had a customer that bought a couple of them. And they're the best part of half a million pounds if you want to buy a 911 rally car. And uh, this chap has now just bought his third car. Gosh. And that's because he was a lottery winner. Oh, mm. quite. But it's an interesting one. Do you think you when you suddenly have that money – 
I mean, how much financial assistance would you need? Because you'd just be quite happy with the money, wouldn't you? You'd probably just, you know. Yeah, but you, you can't just go and put, you can't bring, you can't go into Barclays with a check You can't go and put it under for, the mattress, can you? <laughs> no, but you equally can't walk into Barclays with a check for 27 million and say to them, can I bank this, please? They don't do that because they'll say, oh, no, you can't because we, we can't, your current account won't allow 27 million in it. So then you have, have to you go elsewhere. Have you had experience of this, Gary? Have you, you seem I to know an awful possibly. lot about it. No, Suze, if I had experience of it, do you think that we'd be doing the wireless? <laughs> no, no, no idea. We would, but we'd be doing it from very plush studios. In the Seychelles. For very large amounts of money. Yeah, that's true. In the Seychelles. We'd be in the Seychelles. It'd be lovely. It'd be just great. But you might need to win the lottery to go on a, a hen night. Have you been on a hen night uh, recently, Suze? Not for a long time, no. Not to. for many, many years, actually. Well, it's crazy, these hen nights now. There was a little bit of a kerfuffle in the newspapers this week about this uh, girl who, who'd done her hen party, because there's, there's no such thing as a hen night now. It's a hen holiday. Weekend. Weekend. They, they have a weekend, yeah. They do, don't they? Well, they a week this, away. They, yeah, yeah, well, this was five nights away, and all her friends were moaning because she, she'd organised five nights away, and it was costing them all 1,500 quid each to do it. That's not wow. fair, is it? You know, that isn't fair to just go for five five days. You know, no, and then on top want... of that, you've got the wedding. Yeah. You've got, you know, probably staying in a hotel the night of, before the wedding or the night after. Yeah. Wedding, outfit, presents, the rest of it. Yeah. That's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's cra- I think it's crazy that, that what they spend on uh, these hen parties now, which is really, – and I suppose the the stag parties as well, they're, they're a bit daft as well, aren't they? But I think that the hen parties yeah. are a little bit more luxurious. The men rough it a bit more than the, the women, and the women glam it up, don't they? Not fair. We were going on a boat for my uh, my, my my husband-to-be, my son-in-law-to-be, <laughs> rather, uh, for his stag do. We were going to go onto a boat, onto a canal boat, which I thought was uh, – would all be very sophisticated, but obviously the younger members that were his age, uh, the only reason they wanted to go onto a canal boat was they picked a canal where there was basically a pub every mile. And I think for three days we'd be stopping at every pub. So, well, yeah, but how uh, worrying would that be that someone might fall off when they're a bit, a little bit tipsy? You know, well, highly likely, highly yeah. likely. And all end in all end in tears. It would all end yeah. in tears. And I thought we could all all go to Rob's um, at one evening. Yeah, you know, we could. You're very welcome. It's just a stone's throw to the Thames from his house, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, you, you it's mean, a long throw, I'll grant you. But you were thinking what you were thinking of stopping off, and then all, all your lot trooping up to my place. Yeah, for a little barbecue in the back garden. Well, you, you'd have been very. If only you'd said. If only you'd said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you Got can more space go into the garden from next tree, week. Then. From next week, you can sit yeah. in someone else's garden. Yeah, so we're we'll going to sit in Rob's. What a luxury to go and sit in the garden! For goodness' sake, <laughs> you know, we're free at last. I can go in the garden. No, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good the way the weather is at the moment, though, does no, it? Exactly. Although I believe the weather is going to turn, we're going to have some nice days ahead. So there is a God. I think He's going to uh, He's going to shine on us for a few uh, for a few days as we uh, as we get to meet up outside. I think that would uh, that would be nice. Nice. By the way, can I ask you, did either of you in the last week or so do any clapping or shining of torches or lighting candles or anything? Yes. Did you? I did. I turned the porch light on. (laughs) uh, 
Why are you laughing? That was part of it. Was it? Okay. Okay. He just had to put an outside light on, so I put the porch light oh, on. Fair enough. Oh, well, well then- our outside light only goes on when someone walks underneath it, and you have to keep walking back and forth. <laughs> to keep- <laughs> it's all censored. Okay. Well, perhaps I don't feel so bad. To be honest with you, it was the the candle thing on tu- last Tuesday for the day of reflection, and I did poke my nose outside the door just at eight o'clock, and there was nobody else doing it. Anyway, I didn't hear about that one actually. I didn't know about that until the following day. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. That's what I've been working on for the last six weeks. <laughs> that's, what, that's why we were on the television yeah. and on Susan the radio. Sharp. It just didn't work. Oh my god, it didn't work. She didn't hear about it. <laughs> I've done nothing. But she doesn't listen. She said that she doesn't <laughs> listen. She's more more concerned about Ken Bruce and his pants in the background. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'm really concerned about is the ever given the great big ship in the Suez Canal. Oh yes. God, what's going to get? We're not going to get any of our deliveries now. Amazon's will probably. Uh, is this the thing where there's anything. a bloke? There's a bloke with a tractor that apparently is going to save us all. Yeah. No, with a digger. Yeah, did you see the picture? Us all. Did you see yeah. the picture? Yeah. <laughs> Tiny like little digger. Toy. It was a huge digger, really, but next, <laughs> next to the ship, it looked like a dinky toy, didn't it? Yeah, really it did. It's tiny. It's tiny. So, uh, and I've got, you know, I've got an Amazon delivery on that uh, ship. I've been yeah, a lot of people ages. have. Yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> I'm sure that's because looking at the size of it, it? Well, looking at the size of it, we all have an Amazon delivery on he's, there. He's gone onto the tracker and it says, yeah, it tells him where it is. And it's currently Suez. stuck in the Suez Canal. That's right, you do. That's where it is. It's, it's, all it is is a little plug for my headphones, but it says it's it's stuck in the Suez Canal. I have this one. Oh, thank you very much. That's good. That's good. No, no, but it's taken so long to get. I thought it would be here by now, but it's obviously it's obviously on that ship in the Suez Canal. But can you imagine when they built the Suez Canal, they can't for a minute have thought there'd be ships that size going through it and then getting, getting wedged sideways in it. How on earth Do they not have a sign as you go in that tells you how wide it is like they do on bridges for lorries? They probably do. But how did it end up sideways? I'm not sure how it actually got – why was it not just going – forward what yeah. is it going off exactly. because he clearly was a bit shit at steering i should yes. imagine mm. maybe they were a... having maybe they were having a stag night, stag night. there you go there was a stag night on it that's right all right They'd jimmy to the pub a mile down yeah. <laughs> i wonder how many pubs there are along the Suez canal <laughs> yeah, i don't know Ring Mohammed and ask. Jimmy, will you stay for a bit? All right, I'll stay for a bit. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 stop, stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, We've just got to get through the that, canal. Yeah, but ships that size can take, you know, several miles to actually stop. I mean, a cruise ship, I think, take can take a mile or something before it can actually stop once you put the brakes on. So a ship that size probably takes, well, I've no idea. I don't know the ins and outs of these things. Oh, well, when I lived in Liverpool, uh, the tankers that would come into the into Liverpool, and the, into the Mersey there, um, a friend of mine said, and he, he was a pilot, you know, that one of those sea pilots. Mm. He said they have to go full, the big ones have to go full astern at Formby. And Formby is about four or five miles up the river from uh, mm. from uh, uh, Liverpool and the docks, and he said they have to go full astern uh, there because it takes four or five miles for them to gently come to a stop. Mm. Imagine wow. piloting that. That would just be ooh, scary, very scary. So, so we've done the candles. We've talked about uh, the, uh, well, the clapping, which didn't happen at all. They were trying to build the clapping up again on Thursday, and I don't think anyone did it, so it was all hardly reported. Um, the lady who originally did the clapping back 
last year said, oh, I think we should start it again, but do it once a week, you know, for, for all heroes. Well, you know, I think we, we all want to move on a bit now, don't we, from that? Yeah, we, I think so. Not that we don't appreciate them, but I think we need to, no. we need to, to move on. I mean, talking of moving on, um, I think most people have moved on as far as lockdown was concerned because I got stuck on my way to Newmarket. I was in a traffic jam on the M25 and I want to know where all those... I wanted to get out and walk along and tap on car windows and go, where are you going? There's no <laughs> shops open. There's nowhere you can go. You can't go to the gym. You can't go to the theatre or the cinema or anywhere. So where are you going? That's what I wanted to say. And they Maybe said- they were just going to the office. You never know. You're not allowed to go to the office. Yeah, but a lot of people are going into the offices. I mean, as long as you're COVID secure and you have all the uh, protection in place, people are going in. So, well, I don't know. I didn't think you were allowed to go to an office. I thought that was still... Well, if you can work from home, but I think there are people going in. Yeah, there are offices. Yeah, Yeah. there are. Well, I think there's a lot of people trying to go into offices now because people basically are just, you know, banging their heads against a brick wall and they're going mad and they want social interaction with a few people in the office, I think. Yeah, when you don't have a proper office chair, it's very uncomfortable. People don't have the space sometimes. They don't have the, you know, quiet place to work or decent Wi-Fi, you know, all sorts of reasons. Yeah, no, very true. I quite like working from home, to be honest. It does suit me. But I'm looking forward to us getting back into our central London studio. No, it'll it'll hardly ever happen, I don't think, Gary. I think we'll we'll be sort of mixing and matching. I think everyone will be in uh, in offices and stuff. I don't think pe- people would go back to five days a week in the office, ever. I think people will go back to three and two or two and three or something like that. I think there'll be much more working from home after all this. And I think the office is going to be smaller. I think offices are generally going to be smaller. You know, they don't. Uh, they don't need. Yeah, to. no, I think that's very true. So now, are you enjoying the, the Rock Cafe in the evening? We decided oh. to give it a name this week, and Trevor, who who is uh, who puts the music together for that, I said, "Don't you think we should call it the Soft Rock Cafe?" <laughs> but I said, "I think if we call it the Soft Rock Cafe, the Hard Rock Cafe people might get a little bit annoyed. They might." Uh, they might have a game. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's true. The, that's very cool. And it is the, the Soft Rock Cafe, isn't it? Because it's Soft Rock we're playing between six and nine in the evening here on the wireless. Mm. Now, should we talk music for a minute? Go on, then. Did you approve? We, could, we couldn't do this collectively for various reasons, but did you approve of the Wireless Want to Watch album of the week, Sting and Duets, this last week? Just gone. I thought it was fantastic. It's good, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. Good choice. I, 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 I don't know who chose it, but uh, it, it was a good choice. It was me. Oh, no, hang on. I do know who chose yes. it, of course. <laughs> it's the same person every week. No, no, no. Well, silly me. No, so I want to give you the complete uh, complete responsibility of picking it for this week. So what are we going to decide? Well, uh, I don't know. Gary, have you got any thoughts? Justin Bieber. <laughs> Is that a thought? Not really, no. <laughs> okay, phew. I was going to say, gracious me. Um, no, there's a few songs um, that are out there that I, I quite... Do you know, I'm still... I just want to return back to Willie Nelson. I've now listened to the entire album. I did feel disloyal because obviously I turned the wireless off and listened to Willie Nelson and the whole album. And uh, and I have to say, I thought that was... that. I think that's a really good choice. It's a damn good album. It was good. He's not the first person you would have thought would do Sinatra tracks, is he? But but they're no. so good. He's done them really well. 
Yeah, I think it works really, really well. I th- so I'm glad we have had that. And I'm glad that there's more songs on there that we're oh, or on our, what do you call it, um, running order? Well, no, we the, the playlist. Yes, That's but the, the dinner party are playing them. I should tell you, Gary, the dinner party are playing the other tracks from the album. Yeah, no, no, That's I know. Just, and it, and it, I, I like that. Yeah. That's, That's good. So, yeah. Uh, but um, no, I looked through the list, Suze, of potential songs and there's there's no one amusing either. That's sad. Uh, Susie Quattro, The Devil in Me. Have you heard that one? I have. No, I haven't. I have, yeah, because I did a thing with Susie Quattro last week for the Day of Reflection, which you know, obviously Susie missed, um, but not Susie Quattro. Well, Susie Quattro missed. No, Susie Quattro didn't miss it. Susie Quattro got it, but <laughs> our own Susie Sharp obviously missed it. Um, but she did a thing, and it's quite good. It's quite good. The, the, does she your, talk about the song? She does. Well, maybe then that's perfect because then you could put into your show a bit of blurb about the song from her chatting. Yeah, chatting. And then it would be perfect. Special guest Susie Quattro. Yeah, Yeah, talks about her song, which is our record of the week. Is it the greatest song Susie's ever done? Is it the greatest song Susie's ever done? No. (laughs) Does she say that? No, she doesn't say that. I say that. It's all right. It's okay. You say that. Okay. It's not a bad one. It's not a bad one. Van uh, Morrison's got a new song out, but I haven't heard it to be honest, so I can't tell you if it's any good or not. He's so I do miserable. Like Van Morrison, song, I do like Van Morrison. Do you? He's a miserable yeah. bugger. He really is. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. There's some nice songs though. So I nearly ran him over in Notting Hill once, and he looked away. The look he gave me, honestly. <laughs> um, Al Stewart has got an album out, but it, it's just it's it yet again one of those. <laughs> Um, but it's like some sort of 45th anniversary or something of year of the cat so clearly because you know he can justify chucking something out and i think again rob Mm. going back to our conversation i think it might be on vinyl so it's that sort of vinyl release okay vinyl sales are going through the roof of they are apparently they've they've uh, saved the record industry it says from youtube apparently that's what i read a headline the other day but i'm not sure well difficult it's quite difficult because there's a tom jones track out as well at the moment but it's oh it's not great to call one more cup of coffee and it's it's not i've had a listen and it's you know tom's great obviously but it's not the greatest song so i don't feel because Obviously, whatever we pick is going to get played quite a lot, and yeah. you know, so it you, can't be pants. It can't be pants. It can't be your underpants. Of course, it can't. So no, it <laughs> it can't. Be so pants. Susie Quattro has bought out a single. Has is it part of an album? Yes. Could it, could it therefore be a? Don't tell me the album's called the same name. Is it? The album's called the, the Devil in Me or something. Yes, Devil in Me. Yeah, yeah, it is. So are there other tracks? Perhaps could we choose that as the the the. Uh, wireless one to watch but it's not just that song the song does she talk in her interview about other songs she on the does album? a little bit yes she does so it's getting better and better do you want to go with that one so it's good is she quite us is she is she wireless oh, I, I think so you play her on the 70s wouldn't you you, you would you would yeah. yeah yeah can the can can the can uh what else is your turn yep well, I, I love the one she did with Chris Norman. Oh, we play that. Yeah, we do. That's a nice Thanks. song with Chris Norman. That's a nice song. Well, we'll have to think about that. Let's so have exciting. to think about. It. Well, let's dig out the album and we'll play a few play a few tracks and see if we can if we feel. Marty Pello's got an album out. Oh, oh, that, I don't know about that one. Uh, it's called Stargazer. 
and it is an album. It's not a single, but I've, I I haven't heard it. Well, you see, you uh, can't. If, if and, I'm giving you the responsibility of picking this, you can't yeah. be. You can't be saying, "Oh, you know, I haven't no, heard it." Very good point. Well made. Yeah. Uh, Neil Young's new album is quite good. It's called Young Shakespeare, and I do quite like that. I mean, there are some. I think there might be some tracks on it that I think somebody might have said to him, uh, "Neil, we've only got six tracks, mate. We need a few more." And I think he's kind of gone on the keyboard of a computer and bashed out another. He sort of looked out the window and gone, the trees don't have any leaves, but I think they will have in a week or two's time. Can I, that sort can I of... tell you a story about Neil Young? I was once flying from San Francisco to uh, Baltimore for, for whatever reason. And I was um, working with the airline at the time. So I was traveling in business class. And I sat down, and then the very last person to get on the plane walked on, holding a guitar. He had a cowboy hat on, sunglasses on, track pants, and cowboy boots. But he had—he obviously he had the sunglasses on because he didn't want anyone to notice him. Uh, but there he was. He sat in front of me, and for two and a half hours, flying across America, he flipping played this guitar and sang the whole way. What? Yeah, and it was Neil Young. And it was, oh, God, it really was awful. And you wanted to tell him to shut up, but no one no one sort of had the nerve to say, do you mind, you just turn it off for a bit, you know. It was awful. It was awful. Why when was he got it, off, did he leave his hat? No, he didn't. He kept the hat on the whole time. Yeah, but my question is, why was he not in first? Because uh, it was, well, it was first, actually. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. <laughs> It was no. It was a. It was a two-class flight. It was there was there was business and there was uh, there was economy. It was Rob and Neil Young. No, it was it was, it was There wasn't there wasn't actually a first. It was a you know whatever they call. Well, he's got a new album out and it's called Young Shakespeare. And as I say, some of them are quite good on it. Um, Nancy Sinatra's got a new album out, but, isn't uh, but that it's not going really. Back over the, it's that, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually quite a clever title. It's called Start Walking. Oh, well, I, I like, like her. I do like her. Well, it, it's it's sort of the it's it's a kind of a ten year span from sixty five to six to, to sixty six. <laughs> ten years, yeah. Right. Uh, from six, crap, ten Matt. months. Um, ten months. It, it, I think it might be ten years. So it's sixty five to seventy five, seventy six, <laughs> seventy five. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. seventy five. Thank you, Rob, for helping me out with the maths there. <laughs> Um, Ten's always a that, difficult number to add on, I have to say. And that's quite nice because it is a lot of songs that we've all heard of from her. So that that could be. Should, that's us. Okay. Yep. Should, yes, it is us. I do like the sound of that one. I feel quite good about that one, definitely. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's yeah. getting the vote at the moment. That's getting yeah. the vote. This is democracy. Yeah. <laughs> In action. Uh, or there is, of course, this strange one from Mark Knopfler, who was, of course, the guitarist with uh, Dire Straits. And he's brought out Local Hero. Half speed master on vinyl. Now, does that mean it's? it's oh my god! It's, it's, it's the whole some of his songs are about eight minutes long. Well, this would be sixteen. Does that mean they're sixteen exactly? <laughs> no, I, quick maths. No, well done. Um, oh. Now I think we'll we'll pass on that one. I think uh, that, that, that doesn't sound quite right, does it? Um, there's a Ringo Starr EP out. Oh. Yeah, no, okay. Actually, to be fair, in his day, he was all right, but now he's like 91. Do you, I, yeah, do you remember that John Lennon famously said, Ringo, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody said, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? Is he, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. 
<laughs> funny, funny. Well, I think, what, what do you reckon on Nancy Sinatra then, maybe? Yeah, I think we could go with Nancy. Well, have a think about it. Nancy. Well, done. I don't I think, think too long because otherwise he'll decide I'm Mark Knopfler. So no, no, yeah. no, no. I won't go. Trust me, I won't go. What he's like. No, no. If if that's your choice, I think we'll go with it. I think we should go with it. You know that. I, I, okay. I, you know, just to show you that I can be uh, democratic and listen to what you say. Well, that, that's that's very good. Thank you, <laughs> President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say that'll make a change, yeah, or whatever. Um, I, how are, I am enjoying Gary. I must tell you, sorry, uh, I am enjoying Easy Sunday. It was a cracking listen last week. I really enjoyed it. I listened to two and a half hours out of your three. Um, good, thank you. I had to do something That's else for the half hour, but uh, no, it, it was very, very good. Sunday morning, uh, very, very good. Are you enjoying doing that? Yeah, I am actually. I think it, it's uh, it, it's nice. I, I I quite like doing it. I quite like and and for for me and a few friends of mine that have listened or listen um, said they quite liked it because it it sort of it is it it is easy listening music. It is very melodic Excellent. and so on. And they quite like that on a Sunday morning. Yeah, that's good. And you do call my bluff, of course. Call my bluff is back on on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. Well, the original presenter. Frank Muir was on it, wasn't he? Frank Muir. Well done. Good impression. Um, and Robin Ray was on it, I think, for a long time. He was. He was the yeah. original master of it. Was he? I can't remember the other name of the guy that was on Robert there. Robinson became... Robert uh, Robinson was the host. The host. That's yeah, right, he that's was. Right. Yeah. And this is where uh, they give you... And it's one of the, another programme's taken over from it just now, and they call it something different. Would I lie to you? That's right. Yeah, and exactly. so they, you get a word, Sue. So they give you a word, and then three panellists describe describe what that word is and what it means, and two are false and one is correct, and the other team have to guess which is the right answer. So can you give us an example of this? Can I? Yes, please. Uh, yes, I, we, I can. Can we play can. the game now? We can if you want. Yes, yes, we can. Um, let me think. Here's a, here's a, I think this is quite a good one. Here we are. Right. So, uh, today's word then is Billy boy. Uh, Billy boy was a boat based on the ooze and the Humber and Billy boys traditionally traded out of ghoul, Nottingley and Hull carrying cargoes of cement, bricks, fertilizer and oil cake, whatever that is. Uh, a Billy boy was the name given to the ship's galleys lad. Um, and he was named after the pot used for boiling water known as a billy. And the billy boy was responsible for uh, peeling the potatoes and that kind of thing. But during a, a fight, so to speak, uh, the billy boy was also responsible for taking the boiling water uh, to the captain's table or indeed taking it to the crew who were firing the cannons. Or the third choice is a billy boy is a name coined in London's East End around the time of uh, the rocker Billy. Billy Rock, you know, Billy Rock, and referred to a haircut, which at the time was essentially a uh, cut of short back and sides. But the back was allowed to grow down over the collar. The sideburns were allowed to grow on the side of the face. And the style was known as a Billy Boy. So a rocker around the late 50s would go into a barber shop and he'd say, hello, all right, how's it going? Uh, I'll have a Billy Boy. <laughs> and then he would have a Billy Boy haircut. <laughs> so there you are, Susie. What do you think it is? Is it a boat? Yeah. Is it... A ship's galleys lad, or is it a aircar in, in East Ender? Um, well, I can only guess because I have absolutely no idea. But I mean, I think about Billy Can, and you know, when you're out camping, and uh, which makes me think of a Billy Can or some sort of 
item like that on a ship. So I would say it's B or two, the middle one, a boy okay. working on a ship. Okay. I'm going to – well, I think the first one, the boat, you took, they worked out a ghoul, but I don't think ghoul is on the coast. You see, I think ghoul is, is inland. So I don't think that first one, it being a boat, is not quite right. Could easily be the ship's boy, the Billy boy. He brings the Billy can up. But I think I'm going to go for the third one, which I think is the the haircut, because uh, obviously you can see that I've got a Billy Boy haircut. No, you're both wrong. Oh, the answer oh. is actually a Billy Boy is a boat based on the Ouse and the Humber, and Billy Boy is traditionally cra- traded out of Ghoul, Nottingley, and Hull, carrying cargoes of cement bricks, fertilizer, and oil cake. There you ah, are. there you go. And that's Call My Bluff. And that was so exciting. You can hear that twice a week on the wireless <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday morning and Sunday morning. But your guesses will be better than Susie's and mine, I'm sure. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, uh, any, we any other business to talk about today? Well, unless you want to talk about TV. Do you want to talk about any TV? Go on then. No, I was going to talk about Your Honour. Have you been watching Your Honour? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Where did you find that? Um... It's on Sky Atlantic. Sky Atlantic, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Really brilliant. Uh, we're halfway through it, so um, I'm not going to say too much, but it's uh, about a judge and his son and what happens, and I'll leave it at that. But it's very exciting and nail-biting, and uh, uh, I mean, you, it keeps you on the edge of your seat every single episode. And I have seen them all now. So I'm don't worry, don't, no spoiler, oh. no spoiler alert coming up because I'm not going to tell you. Uh, it's it's sometimes with those things you get to the end of the series and the last episode, like Bloodlands. Although I lost interest in Bloodlands, the yep. last episode is just rubbish, you know. And you think, oh, you know, what a disappointing end. With Your Honor, the end is fantastic. Although you say that about Bloodlands, I quite like the end because he got away with it. And then you never get away with it. That was a spoiler, by the way. Spoiler. That was a spoiler. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, Yeah, but it was weeks ago. If you haven't seen it by now. Don't don't bother because it's rubbish anyway. Well, the one I've I've been watching, and I'm really looking forward to the final episode, is The Unforgotten, Series 6, with the fabulous Nicola Walker. And that, oh, that's so good. She is so good in that. She's, uh, what, you know, when some actors... All they have to do is put the camera on their face, and it's almost just a little twitch of their eyebrows or their, you know, little sneer. Or they're so talented, they they can convey so much with just a little sort of uh, movement. It's very, she's very, very good. And the um, Sanjeev uh, Baskar's in it as well. Yeah, it's very, very he's good. Very he's good. just fantastic. He, he is very good. So uh, a yeah, great combination. Like so, uh, yeah, no, that's a good series. Um, I, I, I have two to mention. One I saw, I thought it was too many episodes, but it was quite good. Um, it, it's called uh, the um, something. It's about a ship. And I can't remember. The, <laughs> something the about a ship. <laughs> the terror. The terror. Oh, So yeah. it, it's a sort of, uh, they get stranded in Antarctica or wherever. And it's just, it's far too many episodes. It could have been cut down to a few less episodes. One of the actors in that was also in Chernobyl. And I he was. think it's uh, Richard Harris's son. I think it's Richard. It yeah, really? I think it's Richard Harris. Jared Harris. That's the one. He is brilliant. But I, yeah. I thought he was genuinely foreign. Sense. I thought he was genuinely foreign, Ch- Russian, yeah. from, the, from yeah, yeah. Chernobyl. 
And there he is being very English. And in that would town. make sense as well because he looks like him. I didn't know that. That's it. Very yeah, interesting. Very um, and the other series that uh, I haven't seen the start of, which everyone's talking about, of course, is on Sunday nights. And it was on Sunday night last week. Um, line of Duty. And I've read lots of reviews saying it was really turgid and slow. Yeah, rubbish. I thought it was awful. Oh, yeah. I'm a big, did, did you? I'm a big Line of Duty fan. And I lost it. I mean, it's one of those, oh, it's getting really complicated, you know. And yeah, I lost it. I, I will give it another go next time. I'll, I'll watch a few more. Uh, but I was expecting to be really thrilled with this, and I wasn't at all. It was disappointing. Although I saw Jed Mercurio writing in the paper, because he wrote it, written all the yeah. line of duties, and he said, uh, we are still in post-production. So when the first one went out, he said, we haven't even edited number two yet. So we could still... Gracious could, me, wow. Yeah, it's still to change things. Yeah. Move it round. Yep. Yeah, well, yep. whatever. So there we go. There we go. And, okay. nine, and zero, zero, zero is the other one, because I know that you two have watched that, haven't yeah. you? No, I haven't I have. finished oh, haven't, it. Please. I'm still halfway through that as okay. well. It's just, yeah, I mean, yeah. you need a lot of time to watch this, all this, these TV programs. So I haven't watched any of those ones that you guys have been talking about. Okay. No idea. Yeah. Line of Duty or the other one. That, you know, the, that's the thing, though. You, you, I mean, we have got lots of time on our hands. Well, I don't think, I'm not sure you have, Suze, but we have some time on our hands. But you, too, you feel too guilty to sit down and watch anything of, say, you were free about three o'clock in the afternoon. I'd feel very guilty about sitting down at three o'clock in the afternoon and watching any telly. How about you? No, to be fair, though, uh, you would feel guilty sitting down and watching telly at three o'clock in the afternoon because it's Father Brown. <laughs> and <laughs> and if you watch that, you wouldn't admit that to anybody. Okay. It's slightly mindless drama. Well, it's just, okay. been, uh, it's just been commissioned for another 300 episodes or something, apparently. So they have. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Really? I've never seen it, but I just sort of read that in the, in the trade press. Okay. Right. Well, I, we better go. I better let you go. You've got busy lives to lead, busy things to do. And I'm very glad you've decided on Nancy Sinatra as our wireless one to watch for next week. I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy that. I better go and listen to it now. <laughs>